All right, my friend, another quarter goes by, another gray hair falls from the scalp. It is the 2023 Q2 episode of our top, what have you been listening to lately, Phil Collins and Alex Peterson. Phil, how are you, my friend? I am pretty good, pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing great, and I'm excited about this episode because I've been listening to quite a bit of metal these days, and sometimes I do a broad swath. Other months, I kind of get stuck on stuff, and I just go deeper on it, and I have seven albums, five top five, and two honorable mentions that I'm pretty excited to talk to you about. So do you care if I just start with you, Phil? You mean like me go first? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, if if you would just take it and then speak without interruption for thirty minutes consecutively. Yes, I'm ready to jump in. I can. I got a couple. Of, I got the same thing. Two honorable mentions, and I got. Um, All right, I'll go first then. Okay, so here's here's what bangers. I had. Uh, honorable mention number one. Do you know the band Pyramaze or Pyramaze? Yes. Okay, I was a fan of theirs. And they put out an album called Bloodlines, but I really liked, they had a release. Yeah, I heard it sucked. <laughs> lies. Total lies. A uh, prog metal album. I mean, power metal, I should say. I think Dutch, maybe, but they've been around a while. And every now and again, I fall back on, I'm like, this band is really great. What am I doing here? And they put out another release. I really liked their Disciples of the Sun from 2015. And I also have the physical copy of their Melancholy Beast CD from 2004. And Bloodlines is really good. It wasn't the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life, but it was really good. Okay. Can you, on your side of this recording device, friend, hear the music I'm playing, or no? I can hear some choppiness and some music coming through, but not enough to discern. Okay. But it's okay. Right. We'll, we'll hear it when we hear the episode. That's right. So that matters. Our listeners can hear the song Taking What's Mine, which is the first proper track on the album. If you like that, you'll like the rest of the album because there's not it's not dramatically different after that. Okay, the next one that I was excited about is a total rando I didn't know anything about from a band called Mental Cruelty, my second honorable mention almost got on to the top five like really really close do you know the band mental cruelty phil i've heard i've heard that album i've seen it in lists of like you know good albums whatever month it came out i think it was may maybe yeah but um they and so i'm aware of it i didn't hear that really heavy dark a little early cattle decapitation-esque like mid cattle decapitation-esque with some really symphonic organ sounds that I like quite a bit. The album name is Z-W-I-E-L-I-C-H-T. So Zvilicht, I think. Or Zvilicht. Either way. I think the third one, you got it. That's it, that's it. So Mental Cruelty, Zvilicht, is the second honorable mention. Okay. Badass. Now's here where it gets tough. It's like picking between right. picking between children. Yeah, there's, I was gonna say there's really not much of a difference in quality between my first like two or maybe even three. It's the last two I'm sure of, and then after that I'm like they're all pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I ran into the same thing. So my number five is Angus McSix and the Sword of Power. For those of you who know, I'm a big Glory Hammer fan or was, but 
They had a breakup. The lead singer went on to start this new band, Angus McSix, and the opening track on the Sword of Power is Master of the Universe, and it's probably the catchiest song I've heard this year. So it, it had to end okay. up in my top five. Have you heard that song? Nope. Oh, man. Did you, did you? So you didn't hear any of this album yet? No, I got no, no idea. I got no idea. Well, I don't know. <laughs> if you're unfamiliar and you liked Glory Hammer previously, which is a fun, cheesy power metal band, you will be yeah. just just fine with this. Okay. I'm blasting it for something. Okay. I love cheesy power metal. I got, I got no problem listening to that so I'll definitely will check it out. Yeah, just just unbelievable catch. You know, Hook City. All right. Hook line stinker. Big time. Okay, next one. Complete opposite. Total, total other end of the spectrum. We got Cattle Decapitation's new one, and it's called Terrasite, T-E-R-R-A-S-I-T-E. It's got some real uplifters on it, like We Eat Our Young and Scourge of the Offspring, The Insignificance, and The World Will Go On Without You, Dead End Residents. A lot of really positive, like, uh, you know, Wayne Dyer and Dalai Lama type stuff. They really, yeah, the... The compassion that they inspire me for my fellow man is breathtaking. They have they have a song called Another Body at the end, which is like a, a long, melodic, clean at times song. It's pretty cool if they tried something like that. Just, I mean, they may have done it before. I don't, I don't know, like, but pretty wild. It's the first one I'm familiar with, and it's called Just Another Body, and it was an interesting way to end it. But I do love that these guys get it, and they don't let this stuff wear on too long. You know, it's 10 songs, 52 minutes. You're not getting anything more out of me for 50 minutes. Like this kind of music, it just can't go on beyond that. That's tops, and they get it. Yeah, yeah. You could even make it like 40 mm-hmm. and under. And, and it would fine. be if it weren't for that last song. Right. I'm I'm taking a, a little bit of a stab, but I'm thinking this might be on your list if you're this familiar with it or no. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got pretty high on my list. I really like this. It was tough for me to not put it at three. The only album that topped it that was kind of close. At the third spot was, and you know I'm a sucker for this, I'm a sucker for when you can mix the clean with the dirty. And one of the bands that's done that really well and now shifted singers some years ago is Scar Symmetry. Are you familiar with Scar Symmetry? I've, yeah, I've heard some um, some of their stuff, and it's really cool. They, yeah, I like them. They put out a second parter of a two-disc set and the second part is called the Singularity Phase 2, naturally. Phase 1, though, came out way back in 2014. So these guys took almost 10 years to do the second half, and it shows. It's really, really good. Like, Did they call it Phase 1 way back in 2014? Yes. Where did they go? Ha, nice. Yep. So the Singularity Phase 1, Neo Humanity, was the 2014. The Phase 2 of Singularity, Xenotaph, was just this year. I was mega boners over their album Holographic Universe back in 2008 that I will probably end up referring to you as one of the albums you review in proper format. And, um, yeah, really, really impressed with this one. I got to say, I like that they said phase one and then for nine years just didn't make the phase. No no rush. They they set themselves up to where they had to do it. And they're like, well, we know we set that. We'll get to it when we're ready. And then when they did, they delivered. That's the most important part. Yeah. It could have taken them 20 years, 
as long as they deliver, and they deliver. Yeah, exactly. Take the time you need to do it right. I think you know what's going to now be in the top two at some point here. Number two is the self-titled by Kalma. Yeah, I mean, God, it's got to be. It really is good. It's so Not good. Just a homer call. These guys just know how to fucking rage. Yeah, it's just it's so cool, man. It, that's my style of music, and or my favorite style, I guess, of metal. And they just deliver so much, so consistently. And you gotta love, they're like 10 albums in, and they've just now called their album the same as their band. The, yeah. the licks and the riffs are still so good. They, they even have like a ballady song called Scarred by Sadness that I think, oh, and, yeah. and, and No Words Sad Enough. No Words Sad Enough is like a legit kind of ballad with violins in it and stuff. I'm like, these guys just get better and better. Yeah, and that song Red and Black got a nice slow star too. And um, I think that Veil of Sin is some of the gnarliest, like synthy, sh- shredding. It just, oh God, it's so classic. It sounds like something they did 20 years ago, you know? It's just they haven't changed a bit, still deliver. Really, they are. I love these guys. And this, still to this day, 20 something years of metal fandom in the most raucous pit I've ever been in my life was when I saw these guys on the pool deck and it was the sloppiest mess people tossing each other around like animals and these guys were just crushing it song after song I love them good call on putting them on your list so here's the thing about why they weren't number one and this could be subject to revision when we do our year end list I might end up regretting this but this my number one spot got totally gobbled by just something that did not I didn't expect it at all I think if I had never heard of Kalma before I would have made them one but unfairly I knew what I was getting into so they just took a half step back I may revise it later number one is an album called Air Not Meant For Us by Fires in the Distance oh I got them on my list buddy I was I did not think you were going to know about it I was, I was I'm a little bummed because I thought I was going to throw a whole new one at you dude i mean let's just friggin' yeah. jock them right now it the oh i would yeah. say the the literal only criticism you could possibly have of this album is the tempo doesn't change a single time every single track is the exact same tempo but it works so well and i was for like days thinking i don't think i can make this my number one can i, I like i can't and then I just kept listening to it and listening to it and listening to it going, I don't want to listen to really any of the other ones, but so it has to be my number one. Because when I came across that, I just kind of got absorbed in it and kept listening to it over and over. Was that your experience? Yeah, and, and I kept getting absorbed by the piano parts. Like, that first song has that piano. And it kind of comes, it's almost, it's pretty similar piano chords throughout, but it's done at the perfect time. And it just, it puts this soft, uh, sentimental uh, vibe on this atmospheric album. It just it, and it's blends it's blended so well. It feels like Agaloc a little bit, which is a compliment. You know they do a very good job like that, building an atmosphere, making it pretty. So yeah, hell yeah, man! I absolutely yeah, this this is a great album. It's six songs and forty nine minutes, which is just under that fifty minute mark. It's an album yep. you could listen to while you're studying or while you're lifting weights. Or while you're driving. I mean, there's enough to keep you interested, but not so much that it's, like, distracting. I mean, I, I this is why it's my number one. I just, 
I wanted to not make it my number one. I wanted Kalma to be my number one, and I just couldn't do it because of the amount of time totally I understood. You know, I just, I was like, I gotta be true to what have I listened to most, and I listened to this album the most this quarter. It goes back to that when I said that Dance Gavin Dance is the album of the year. I don't, it's what I like the most. So I, the proof's in the pudding. What have I listened to the most? What, what do the numbers say? There's, there's the, the answer. Exactly right. You can't say it's not the best if yeah. it's the one you keep going back to time and time again. So that's my list. Exactly. To recap for everybody, number five, Angus McSix. Number four, Cattle Decapitation. Number three, Scar Symmetry. Number two, Kalma, K-A-L-M-A-H, if you're not familiar. And number one, Fires in the Distance, Air Not Meant for Us. So that's my list, Phil. All right. And just as a side note, if you're not familiar with Kalma, you should probably get familiar with them. Yeah. Because they're amazing. You're missing out. I can't even, can't even tell you how bad you Seriously. So, okay. All right. I'm going to jump in here and do my little listy loo. Um, I have two honorable mentions, as I said. One is Anubis Gate Interference, came out in early June. Um, it's pretty good. It's If you like the first track, Emergence, you'll probably like the rest of it. The uh, reason why it's not in the top five is because a couple of these long ones kind of lose me for like a second. You know, I'm kind of like, all right, it's all right. Like, number station's okay. But the rest of it's, it's very good. It's catchy. And Anubis Gate is kind of always like that it's a, they're always pretty good i can't i can't jock them enough i'm like oh i gotta put them on the on the actual episode for a legit review i've come close before and maybe i'll change my mind but they're always worth listening to so this is a good one so definitely give it a shot i note it's six, um, 66 minutes long you know so that's it'll wear on you that's what i'm saying you gotta tighten it up yeah 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 it's just it doesn't quite justify the length and that's a common, even good stuff. I'm like, I'm, I'm into it. For, and then for five minutes, and then there's another two or three where I'm like, eh, this doesn't have to be here. Mm-hmm. So my other honorable mention, and really this is this is a rock solid album. I kind of paint, it pained me a little bit to not put them on the album or on my top five, but it's called Fro- Frozen Soul. And the album's called Glacial Domination. They had an album back in 2021 called Crypt Device that I thought was really cool. This is another, it's a, it's like a blackened thrash album, which has become, they just call them death metal in the talent, but they, the shrieks are pretty high pitched and it certainly feels like black to me at times. So anyway, I'm going to check them they out. Have, I've, I've no, I okay, feel so like... Arsenal of War is good, but they have a song called, go ahead, buddy. You, I'm, I've definitely mentioned it. You might've already listened to them, but I, the song Morbid Effigy, I really, I highly recommend you listen to that song. Absolute banger. It's gnarly. It's dirty. It's gritty. Punches right in the mouth. It's a fucking, it's an awesome song. And oh. the album itself is rock solid. Nice riffage. This is it's interesting. It's heavy as shit. Did you know that they have the guy from Trivium on two of their songs, Glacial Domination and Abominable? <laughs> that's pretty cool. I guess. or I mean, some people shit on Trivium, but that's still kind of cool. I like Trivium. Um, I don't want to shit on Matt. No, I, I just went right to um, the guy. Oh, Ghost. That's on Frozen it, Soul and Assimilator. No, no, Matthew Heafy. But, um, okay. Matthew Heafy. This... Okay. He... Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. But I, I was going to say, too, that this album is only 42 minutes long, so i got to give it credit there. We're keeping it nice and tight. Yeah, I'm gonna. Songs, 42 minutes. I'm gonna definitely Nothing dig into five, this. Well, one, one song, five. Yeah, definitely do. I think you. I think you'd be glad you did. 
and, uh, and sweet cover art. Sweet cover oh, art yeah. too. Oh yeah. Yeah, that that's a cool band. I I, I can see if they come out with another one that's um, really like another album that I like a lot. I'm, I'm probably really good. Uh, I'm gonna buy the T-shirt. All right, I'm gonna drinking the Kool Aid. The jump. Yep. But okay. yeah. Okay, so so I'm gonna jump into my proper list. At number five, I have an album or a, an album that came out late June. So I think we're just barely making the cut here, right? Okay. Um, April, May, June, right? So, okay. The album, or the band's called Krigsgraf. K-R-I-G-S-G-R-A-V. Okay. They are from Texas, which I wasn't surprised. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't expecting that. Either. Yeah, same. Um, <laughs> but um, anyway, they have an album called Fires in the Fall. And this is a like a melodic, it's like post-black, slightly shoegaze, but pretty heavy album. And um, it's atmospheric, it's very folky at times, but it also gets pretty gnarly. And I think the best example of them blending several genres, like atmospheric black and just maybe a little thrashy, a little post-black as well. This song, The Black Oak, is an excellent fucking song. And then the one right after that, The World We Leave Behind. And then I Like A Lot, Alone With The Setting Sun, on their last song on the album. It's an excellent, excellent atmospheric but still pretty heavy album and i think um it, it's similar in a way to the fires in the distance in that it has you know a clear emphasis on the atmosphere but probably a little heavier and there's a lot more tempo changes in this one so i think they're pretty legit i'm definitely gonna so check it out this is my speed right here yeah i i think you'll like them i really do um i'm gonna put number four i'm going fires in the distance air not meant for us Okay. And I'm gonna, and we already talked about how cool that is. Um, I like that second track, "Wisdom of Falling Leaves," a lot too. Really, just pretty. Um, it just it, it reminds me of wanting to walk around in a like a, a wintry, um, you know, section of the forest and just reflecting. Yep. Absolutely beautiful. They got a nice instrumental at number four as well. So we talked about them a bit, but big fan of that. Okay, number three. I have a, another blackened thrash. This one, not mixing in shoegaze or atmosphere really much at all. It's a band called On Heil, O-N-H-E-I-L. And they are from, they are New from Jersey. Kansas. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, they're from Tom Holland, Door Holland. Um, the album's called In Black Ashes. It's only seven minutes or excuse me, seven tracks long with a uh, runtime of 40 minutes. Uh, remember so remember, short, remember when we were kids fucking around in high school and my mom would come in the basement and say, would you get your black ashes outside and do something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So kiss my black ash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, they have, it's, this is an excellent, excellent, catchy, gnarly, like just black out. Dude, black this freaking opening ass. riff in Night Terror, opening track, oh, yeah. getting me right now, little chugger. Yeah, dude, it's, it's very good. Uh, like Shadows in the Night, Night Terror, and probably Void are my favorite song. And catchy lyrics, man, the way he delivers them. Well, the pause of time you don't expect. Um, uh, you have to just listen to it, know what, what I mean. And uh, it's cool, it sticks in your head. Bad ass, that's what I mean. 
I'm all about seven songs, forty minutes. I'm all about that. That's I haven't heard yeah. I haven't heard any of these on your list that I didn't mention in my list. Obviously, all the other ones that you're mentioning, I have not heard. So I'm really looking forward to listening to this stuff. Yeah, man, I think you're gonna like a lot. Um, so that was number three, right? So I'm on number two. I had to go with Cattle Decapitation. Yeah. I really, objectively, I was going to not put it, I was more than happy to put it on Island number two or um, Fires in the Distance. But I really like this album. It, keep, it keeps your attention all the time. It changes a lot. He does that cool goblin fucking voice at the perfect time. Mm-hmm. Especially in, I think it's Score to the Offspring. Uh, I think it's where he's saying, we. Uh, one or we came to destroy it he just delivers it in such a it's a it sounds tragic it sounds sad it sounds like that weird thing on the front is singing you know that, that yes like fucking, you know, crustacean creature whatever the locust thing whatever that shit is yeah the, um, the line the, like a, the line is we came to yeah. destroy we're alive to cause abject suffering the troops are deployed ultimately unanimously outnumbering yeah and it's every single song is about how people are terrible and um <laughs> They, they hate people, but yeah, it's just like, and it's catchy, and they try a couple new things with the, uh, or at least one new big new thing in that last track, so I gotta give them some props, and it's just it's an excellent album. The Storm Upstairs has some of the heaviest parts in an already heavy album. I can only imagine what the mosh pit will be like when they play that. Um, mm-hmm. Fucking gnarly. And my number one, I had to go with Kalma, because I truly enjoyed it the most. It, yeah. It's just so fun. Veil of Sin, No Word Sad Enough, I like Serve the Untrue a lot, uh, I like Red and Black, Tons of Chaos is fucking gnarly, Solos, Synth, just badassery all over the place, I love these guys, I, if, you, yeah, if, you, if you don't know Calmo, do yourself a favor and please get to know them, they've been around since 2000 when they came out with Swamp Lord, so they've been around. They've been on the show, you had me review an album of theirs proper, and they're just banger after banger every album they put out has got gems on it and when you take the highlights of some of their albums if you put together a greatest hits from these guys if you're into metal you'd be like this is the best band of all time maybe like they just the top three songs from all their albums lined up back to back would be like holy balls these guys are great yeah buddy and i, I think i i think i said it well and not to two minor horn but one I said, like, they're, you know, they're not as, maybe as good or as legendary as Children of Bone quite, but they're not far behind. If you, if you like Coke, they're Pepsi, you know? Or if, um, if you're trying to put together a set list for, excuse me, a concert with some of the greatest bands and you wanted to get a melodic death and you really wanted Children of Bone, they're like, can't get Children of Bone, we can get Calma. That would be just fine. That would oh, be yeah. just fine. You're not going to have a problem getting people fun and jamming out. Definitely. Yep. That's so. great. I'm really happy with your list because it's got some stuff on there I have not heard this quarter, and I'm looking forward to taking a little listen. I think the stuff that I gave you, you haven't heard of, is all kind of lighter. Although Scar Symmetry is not, but you, the stuff you that I saw on my list is lighter, and the stuff that's on your list is heavier. And I want to check out your stuff. Okay, yeah, and that that that's on Hile album, big time, uh, badass album. I really think you like that one. The opening riff got me, like I said. Well, yeah. w- any any duds? I know we haven't really done this before, but I had a couple disappointers. I, I'll tell you, I'm not trying to put you on the spot, okay. but Avenged Sevenfold put out one that I was really looking forward to, and I thought that was kind of a dud. And I, I got one. Uh, I'll, hold on, I'll give it two seconds. i got to remember the name of it. Go ahead. Yeah, so Avenged Sevenfold let me down a little bit, and then 
on the kind of rock metal side is Queens of the Stone Age. They had a new one that I thought was kind of nah. You know what I mean? Like, there were definitely a few that fell flat for me, but the ones that are on my list, if you stick to them, you'll be happy. Oh, yeah. Here's one that came out in um, April. It's called Dot Heinz Bar Black Medium Current. I saw him with the Angry Metal Guy, and they had like a 4.5 out of, ten, out of 5. So, um, and they have this jazzy post metal sound. The problem is for me that the lead singer is terrible. I, I can't stand the guy's voice. I don't like the way he's doing it. it if you don't have a problem with that, you'll probably like yourself a lot. There's a lot of cool shit on there. But to me, such a waste of music. <laughs> music Because every time that guy starts singing, I'm like, no. I've heard so, other guys jock that band quite a bit before in the past, and I've had the same experience. I'm just kind of like, I can't get into it. But then again, you, you love that Atlas Moth album you gave me, and I could not stand that guy's voice. I was like, ugh, what is this? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I still go back and listen. I still like that album. Well, that's but, good. Yes, uh, you did not like that. No. Um, you, no, I gotta, I'm very aroused. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, so that was the. Uh, um, much, not, everything else was okay. Um, there's an album called, from a band called Anchorette, and, and it's the album's called. It started with lo- it all began with loneliness. That was okay, but it kind of dragged. So I, I would have liked it a lot more. If the songs are shorter. It's like a prog band. That's another one that like people jock that one a lot. But, didn't, hit the didn't mark. love it. Didn't hit the mark. Yeah. When you had so much good stuff, the highs were so high this quarter. The Kalmas of the world, the cattle decapitations of the world, the the air not meant yeah. for us, fires in the distance. It's just that that stuff kept me oh. floating, and I couldn't even get that discouraged by the stuff that was ungood, not that yeah, good. Yeah, I just right. was like, no See time ya. for that bullshit. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, There's I got no stuff to do, that. man. I got good shit to listen to over here. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. So, but yeah, I, I I'm I'm about as confident, maybe more about this list than I was for Q1 because uh, stuff you hadn't heard and I just I think it's I spent a good amount of time like I had to play catch up towards the end but it, it was really about how I was going to rank them mm-hmm. so I had to like do a deeper dive and blah 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 blah, blah. but I, I, I felt really good about it when I recognized it yeah. just now so I'm I could definitely I like see myself putting this Calma album higher at the end of the year than the Air Not Meant For Us album so we'll see we'll see all right. Well, as, right, as always, you're the man. Always love doing this with you. We'll talk about next quarter. It uh, What's that going to be? End of September. So we got July, August, and September to rally through. And until next yep. time, this is the Great Heavy Music Podcast. Phil, you're the man. See you, buddy. <laughs>